in, never clock out. No way with the slackers. No, no way with the slackers. No, 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 no way with the slackers. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, I'm super excited about today's show. I know I know, many of you are probably wondering, like, man, where you been at? I've been looking for a new episode. Listen, I, I've been taking a couple of weeks just to really get rest and, and reevaluate some things. Um, I feel like God is shifting some things in my life. And um, I've really just been looking at the things that I, I prioritize. Not that this podcast isn't extremely important to me, but... I've been working like crazy, my new job, and um, I still have a business as well. Um, but I feel like God has really um, been dealing with me the last few weeks about uh, reprioritizing things. And so in the process of that, I, I took some time. I wanted to take some time off because if I, if I could just be honest, I wasn't, I wasn't inspired per se to do a show. And I'm the type of person, I don't believe in creating art or content if I'm not inspired like I don't I don't believe in forcing things for the sake of staying relevant and 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 out of fear of losing followers or anything like that and so I I feel like God just sat me down for a while you know if I'm and I'm not even trying to be super deep or anything like that and so I took the last few weeks to really just focus on on myself and my family and Focus on my job and and things of that nature. Focus on ministry that is done in in private, you know, where where there's nobody um, giving me likes or shares or 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 anything like that. And so I've really been focusing on on that aspect. But I'm excited about today's show because many of you guys know who have been following the Path of Revelation podcast up until this point. This is episode 104. Episode 104. But listen, for, for you guys who have been following the show, you know that um, there are different shows. There's times when I have guests on and we just dialogue on, on different topics. Um, there are shows where I will talk about a hot topic in pop culture and 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 strive to come at it from a biblical perspective and then there's shows where I just have topics that I feel like God has laid on my heart and I just teach and so I believe today is one of those shows where I'm gonna I'm gonna teach and I believe it's gonna be a blessing to you because I'm gonna be talking about recapturing peace what do I mean by recapturing peace when we first came to the Lord, if you if you can remember when you first met Jesus, and, and when when I say you first met Jesus, when you first came to the Lord and 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 and, and accepted Him as Lord and Savior of your life, many of you guys God snatched out of drug addiction, out of sexual immorality. Many of you God snatched out of depression and suicide. God. Many of us weren't just demonically oppressed, but many of some of us were even demonically possessed. And so if you can remember when you first came to Christ, the experience, the love that you felt, the peace that you that you felt, the weights 
that were lifted off of you because the strongholds of darkness and sin and, and demonic oppression and possession, uh, how it had you. And when the Lord came, he set the captive free. If you can remember that, right? But it's for some of us, it seems like as time has gone on, it's not that we're not still saved, but it seems like that peace, we've lost that peace, we've lost that joy. And and it's not that we don't love the Lord, but it's it's as as transitions happen in our lives, as things change. Like I can speak for myself, you know, on this Friday, praise God, me and my wife are gonna be celebrating ten years of marriage. Ten years of marriage. And we, we have a seven-year-old boy and a three-year-old. And as I think about the last 10 years of marriage, there has been so many different transitions that happen. You know, you know, when we first got married, we went through the uh, honeymoon stage where there were no kids. We can just date. We can um on a Friday night, we didn't need a babysitter because we didn't have kids. We can just go out and, and really court each other and and things of that nature. And then um, just different transitions as, as we begin to have kids and take on more responsibilities, job changes and location changes, child care. And, and am I talking to somebody right now? Just just the 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 burdens and responsibilities of life after those things change and I've and I've said this before it seems like a lot of times when transitions happen and I could speak for myself personally a lot of times when I've made the mistake in in times past when transitions happen in my life one of the things that usually gets sacrificed and I'm just being transparent with you guys one of the things that has been sacrificed in the past is my time with God, my prayer life, my my studying and meditating in the word life, my fasting, um, because in transitions, what happen is you there's adjustments that are being made when you like if I can use myself and my wife as an example, when we didn't have any children, we got used to it just being us. And then. There was a child. <laughs> You're waking up in the middle of the uh, night and, you know, not getting sleep. And, you know, you're trying to do your best as new parents. And then as you start getting your footing and another transition happens where a job change and, and just different things happens. And sometimes what happens is when life begins to change and transitions are happening and responsibilities are increasing, we begin to strive to depend on our own strength instead of God. And so for some of us, we feel overwhelmed. We're in Christ, but it does not feel like we're in peace. It does not feel like we have joy. It, it, it doesn't seem like there's enough time in the day. It feels like um, we're not being effective. It, it feels like we're just surviving. It seems like we're just going through the motions. 
And so recapturing peace, the Bible says this. I'm reminded of Proverbs chapter four, verse 23. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. I'm going to read that again. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. When you hear the word issues of life, when I hear issues of life, I just think of all the things, all the responsibilities, all of the burdens and weights that I'm carrying, carrying. And one of the things that I, I begin to realize, there are some things that I just I, that, that are just not in my ability to change. And it's usually the things that we're trying to change or trying to um, trying to change, but we can't change. Those are usually the things that bring us the most fear and anxiety. Those are usually the things that bring us the most um, stress, whether it is an unsaved spouse or tension in, in, in the marriage. Maybe it's a, a, a child, one of your children aren't, aren't excelling at the pace that you want them to excel. Maybe they're not demonstrating um, good behavior, whatever the case it may be. Maybe it, it, it may be a business that you're not able to juggle fully and, and you don't see how you're going to take it to the next level because you don't even see how you're able to um you're, you're not even you're barely handling it on the level that it's on. There are so many things that weigh us down. It may be tension with a boss at, at work and, or, or you may have just lost your job or you may feel like you, you, you may feel stuck in a job that you don't want to be in because you don't feel appreciated. We're talking about the issues of life today. And for us to recapture peace, the peace that is found in the Lord, we have to identify the areas in our life that we're not trusting God in. And what I mean by that, there are different areas in our lives that we're trying to conquer in our own strength. There are areas in our lives where we're not trusting in the Lord with all of our heart. I'm reminded of Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And I could hear some of us saying, yeah, that's easier said than done. But what I love about that verse of scripture is it says, trust in the Lord and with all of your heart, lean not to your own understanding. See, we get in trouble when we try to lean to our own understanding. Because in our own understanding, what happens is we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. And in us trying to figure it out, we're trying to fix it. We're trying to make it whole. 
And for some of us, we don't realize some of the things that we're trying to make whole and things that we're trying to fix is not meant to be fixed by us. In certain areas of our life, we literally need the leading of the Holy Ghost. In certain areas of our life, in some areas of our life, we just straight up need a miracle. And so it says, lean not to your own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge him. What that means is I don't have to figure it out. I don't always have to figure it out. If I'm acknowledging, if I'm acknowledging and giving it and giving it over to the one who has figured it out, who is in control. And one of the things that I'm, I'm learning about God is we say we understand as believers that he is the alpha and omega. He's the beginning and the end. And sometimes we don't understand what we're dealing with in the present. And we don't and we, we, we don't know why God isn't interceding the way that we want him to intercede or in the time frame that we want him to intercede. But one thing that I've learned is that God's timing is always the right timing and that there has been things in my life that I have prayed for. There has been things that I've prayed for and asked God for. And then five years later or or a month later, what, whatever the time frame is, I see that what I was either what I was asking God for wasn't good for me or it wasn't the right timing. But what I've learned is that regardless of the situation, God can never fail. He can never fail. And so with this, it says in Proverbs 4, 23, for out of the heart flows the issues of life. And so one of the things that I begin to study it, the Lord really began to deal with me about is found in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. I believe this is going to bless you guys. And, and I would encourage you guys to take notes on this as well. But in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, it says, this is Jesus talking. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. In other words, you guys who are overwhelmed, if you're overwhelmed, overburdened, if you're suffering with anxiety and stress and fear, he says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light you know what's interesting about this passage of scripture is when the Lord instructs us 
to bring our burdens and our weights to him. He doesn't just remove the weights for us to not have weights or a burden, but he replaces the weights and the burdens of life with his yoke and his burden. And so many of us are not able to function in the rest of the Lord, which comes with his responsibility or his his burdens or his yoke because we're busy carrying our yokes and our burdens. We're, we're busy carrying fear. We're busy carrying the sin that so easily besets us. We're so we're so busy carrying the cares of this life and we're busy trying to play Holy Spirit instead of depending on the Holy Spirit because we've we're in Christ, but we have lost the peace of Christ. We've gotten away from our first love because the cares of this life, distractions. We can't allow transitions, and I'm speaking to myself now. We can't allow transitions and, and responsibilities to take us away from the greatest responsibility and that's spending time with Jesus that's seeking the face of the Lord you remember when you first got saved how you just how how you used to just rest in his presence some of us would just sit in our rooms and the presence of God would just rest on us and all we could do is just sit in quiet with tears of, of joy and peace rolling down from our eyes because of the presence of the Lord. The Lord wants to visit many of us like that again. The Lord wants to reignite some fires tonight. And I say tonight because I'm recording at nighttime, but you, some of you guys are going to be listening to this in the morning while you're at work or whatever. But God wants to reignite some fires. And so as I, I read through this passage, I begin to look at the word yoke and the definition of the word yoke. The Bible lets us know that it is the anointing that destroys the yoke. A yoke is something that weighs us down. More specifically, one of the definitions of a yoke is a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals and, a, and attached to the plow or cart that they are to pull. So in other words, a yoke is something that goes around the neck of an animal. And the purpose of a yoke is to weigh down the animal so you can be able to effectively control the animal. And so the animal can pull the weight or the cargo 
And um, if you've ever seen a, a Western movie in the in the and the horses or donkeys are pulling the the carriage they have a yoke around their neck and it's fastened to their back and it's and it's and it's weighing them down and if you pay attention in in when when the animal is gotten to a certain point they have to stop and rest and give the animal some water so he can continue to carry the yoke and and carry the load and so for many of us we are bound with yokes the cares of this life. There are different things through the responsibilities of life where the enemy has begun to get in and speak and and, and plant seeds of doubt in our hearts because we're so busy. It It is God has become a box that we check off on our list of a hundred other responsibilities and it's not really true intimacy you it, it you're you're talking to him and and you're 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 browsing through the word but you're 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 going through the motions but you're not diving in he doesn't have your undivided attention my wife would tell me, Gabe, you got to give God your undivided attention. We got to give God our undivided attention. I can hear my wife saying that. Bless her heart. But God wants our undivided attention. And the reason why some of us struggle in giving God our undivided attention is, is because the yokes of life. We have allowed different yokes to attach themselves to us. And as transitions is happening in life, as things are happening, um, we, we've allowed different yokes to distract us, whether it's in the form of entertainment and music and movies. And and then we approach life when where we have some of us have parents who are battling with sicknesses and, and ailments. Some of us have children who are who are who are battling different things. And, 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 and so we allow life to begin to weigh us down. And yes, Jesus is Lord of our lives. Yes, Jesus is our savior. But we begin to take his lordship away or, or not trust his lordship when it comes to the affairs of our lives. And it's because we haven't really been tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. And so the Lord says, take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, a, a yoke represents It doesn't just a a yoke doesn't just represent something that weighs you down. But a yoke also represents responsibility. When an animal is given a yoke, it isn't just to weigh the animal down. But it is for the animal to pull. The precious cargo or the cargo 
to a destination. Well, for many of us, the enemy has placed yokes on us, not just to weigh us down, but for us to take our responsibilities in the wrong direction. He's he's placing things on us to get us to go away from our purpose in Christ. He's he's placing things on us to get us to not depend on the Lord, for us to trust our fears more than to trust that the Lord is a strong tower where the righteous can run in and be safe. He places things on us to get us to carry our treasure to a wasteland to a garbage pit. (laughs) And so when the Lord says, take my yoke upon you for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we begin to trust in the Lord with the cares of this life, he reassures us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He gives us a peace that doesn't make natural sense. See, some of us are trying to fight for peace by means of understanding what's going on. If I could just figure out how to fix this, I won't have to be worried anymore. If I could just figure out how I'm gonna face tomorrow or or, or how this is gonna happen, I'll be okay if I could just figure it out. And so the devil tempts us and he wants us to try to solve and fix problems that he knows only God can solve, that only God can bring peace to. And you know what's what's so so powerful about Philippians four when when Paul writes about the peace of God, that passive all understanding, he talks about giving thanks in all things, regardless of the situation. He says, give thanks. And again, I say, give thanks. And what's what's interesting about Paul in, in Philippians four, the peace that passive all understanding that he encounters and it, it and, and, and experiences is rooted in gratefulness to God. Sometimes peace escapes us or gets away from us in the Lord because we have turned our praise into complaining. We have turned our praise and our gratefulness into worrying and, and, and speaking death and not life. And so he says, rejoice in all things. And he begins to say, I've learned because of gratefulness. He says, I've learned to be content in all things. He says, I've learned to be content whether I, I've had more than enough resources or not enough resources. He says, I've learned how to be hungry and still be content. He says, I've learned how to be full and be content. He says, whatever state I am in, 
I've learned to be content. He says, for I can do all things. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And what's interesting about the peace that passeth all understanding, read Philippians 4 when you have time. What's interesting about the peace that passeth all understanding and what he's bringing in out in that chapter about contentment and peace is that the contentment and the peace that he has has nothing to do with his current circumstances, but everything to do with the God he worships and serves. No matter what happens in your life, no matter what's going on, no matter how busy you get, no matter how many things are going wrong, do not let praise escape your heart. Do not let praise and gratefulness escape your heart. And, and, and not be found flowing from your lips. The enemy knows when he can get us to stop being grateful and to focus on what's wrong as opposed to focusing on what's right. Because listen, I got a news flash for you guys. Because we live in a fallen world and things are decaying and because we're in a fallen world, there's always going to be something going wrong. It's always going to be something going wrong. And so we as believers cannot be slaves to our circumstances. I'm going to say that again. We cannot be slaves to our circumstances. You can't be a slave to the Lord Jesus Christ and a slave to your circumstances. And so gratefulness when me and my wife, and, and listen, I, I got to read. Let me just get, hallelujah. Let me just read this last scripture because this is powerful. Matthew 6, verse 25 through 34. This is Jesus talking. Verse 25, he says, therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life. In other words, don't worry. He says, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body more than clothes. Behold the fowls of the air for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? In other words, which of you, by worrying, can fix the problems? Verse 28, And why take you thought for remnant 
for, for clothes. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not dressed or arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Now he's talking about food and clothes, but just if it's not food and clothes for you, insert your issues, insert the issues of life in here, what, what, what you're dealing with. It might be your marriage. It may be your kids. It may be your business. It may be addiction coming back in your life. It may be different things. What what is it? Verse 32, he says, for after for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things, but seek ye first. I'm going to say it again. Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore, take no thought for tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Just like I said, evil is we're, we live in a fallen world, so evil is going to be present. But what God is saying that regardless of the evil or the circumstances that exist in your life or around you, he says, I'm going to give you what you need regardless of what's around you. He says, for, for my God shall supply all of my needs your God shall supply all of your needs, all of your needs, according to his riches and glory. And so we have to take on the yoke and the burden of the Lord for his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Some of us haven't been able to be effective because we've been so weighed down. Our praise has turned into complaining. Our worship has turned into worrying. I remember when in 2000 and I've shared this testimony before, but I want to share it again on today's show. Many of you guys, some of you guys, I should say, know, know that we just bought a, a new house. The end of November, we moved in in Nove the end of November into a, a new, beautiful home. And but our first house, which we paid for by the grace of God, we almost lost that house. And, and I want to I want to say between 2016, maybe even 17, 2016, 17, all the way up until about 2019, it was probably a three year period. Those were those were probably the worst three years hardest three years and I'm not going to say worse but the hardest three years of me and my wife's life in 2018 into like the beginning of 2019 we were in the process 
of almost finishing paying our home off, but we were in such bad financial in such a bad financial position, we almost lost our home to foreclosure. And it was like one thing after another going wrong. Um, my old business, I, I used to have a um, auto glass repair business, and that was struggling so bad where I wasn't able to, um, I wasn't bringing enough money in the home and you know, my wife was shouldering a lot, carrying a lot of the burden and we just had so many different expenses and, and, and debt that was just coming at us. And then we started having issues with the house. One particular uh, day, I remember it's like, man, we, we, we're trying to figure out how we're going to get money to pay all of our back taxes so our house doesn't go into foreclosure. And in the midst of that, we we owed thousands of dollars. And then I wait. I remember waking up one one morning and walking in the living room and the ceiling is starting to turn black and turned out it was black mold forming on our ceiling. Now, mind you, we're trying to figure out how we're going to pay for this house and not lose this house. And now we got black mold forming on the ceiling. Turns out there was a leak in our roof. And the water had been seeping in all that time and it started turning to black mold. We ended up having find um, coming up on some resources by the grace of God to get the black mold removed and the roof fixed money we didn't have. And then right after that. Right after that, our furnace goes out in the middle of winter. It's like, man, we don't got money to get this fixed. God makes a way. Now, mind you, we're, we're still about to lose the house, but we're, we're trying to get stuff fixed on the house, on a house that we're probably about to lose. By the grace of God, we get money to get the furnace fixed. So we moved back in our house because we stayed um, during that time. We stayed by, with my brother-in-law, and my sister-in-law. Then we moved back into the house. And then my wife is smelling gas in my kid's bedroom. We call out the uh, um, gas company. They find gas leaks. They shut our, our, our heat off again. And we have to leave right back out the house. Basically, they end up finding like 15 gas leaks in the house. Right. That's dangerous house could have exploded 15 gas leaks but that's another issue that we have to get fixed so I had to pay and get all the leaks fixed money we didn't have but by the grace of God we were able to get funds um to you know God just came through every time we got the pipes fixed but we still don't know how we're gonna keep the house there was one thing after another, after another, after another, different situations after another, not to mention things that were um, other things <laughs> that were happening. But listen, it was rough. But the reason why I'm sharing all of this, I remember me and my wife. We would have conversations. 
And I told my wife, I was like, listen, this isn't forever. I know it feels like we're going through hell right now. I feel like I know we're in a pit right now, but but this isn't forever. And me and my wife, we would encourage each other. And I would tell her, like, listen, if we can praise God in the midst of this, we can praise God through anything. And one of the things that I'm just a firm believer in is that you find out who you really are in the rough times because the rough times has a way of bringing the best out of you and the worst. And so what what I always told my tell my wife is I it's not what we go through, but it's how we go through. And I'm telling you this. It's not what you go through, but it's how you go through. Because one thing that I don't I don't want to happen is I don't ever want my situation to change or get better without me getting the lessons and the wisdom I need out of the struggle. Because if, if we truly believe that God is working all things together for our good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose, if we really believe that God is working all things together for our good, then we have to believe that he's not just using the good things, but he's also using the bad things to build character in us. He's also using the bad things to push us in our purpose. He's also using the bad things to build character and integrity in us. He's also using the bad things to drive us into a greater experience and knowledge and relationship with him. And so me and my wife would always, I would always tell her like, it's not what we go through, but it's how we go through. And so we would praise. We, we always strived to keep a praise in our heart, a praise on our lips. And listen, there was plenty of times where we were like, man, this seems pointless. This seems like it just seems like the more we praise, things are just getting worse. It just it just seems like this is not working. And, and, and we would begin to lose hope. But we kept praising. We kept pushing. We kept giving God the sacrifice of praise. God, you're worthy, regardless of what's going on in my life. God, you're worthy of the glory and the honor. God, you're worthy to be praised. God, I worship you. Even if I had a thousand tongues, it wouldn't be enough to pray. God, I glorify. We're about to lose our house, but God, I praise you. God, I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. But God, you are a mind regulator. You you said renew our minds. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Present your body as a living. God, I present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. God, even if even if I even if this takes me out, God, I'm going to I'm going to go down praising. I'm going to go down and worship God. I trust for God. I live for God. I die. And, 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 and I found myself as I began to press through how I felt 
Because it's not about how you feel. It's about what you know. And the Bible lets us know that the just shall live by faith. It doesn't say the just shall live by feelings. It says the just shall live by faith. And so though we can be real, that doesn't mean we ignore our feelings. That doesn't mean we ignore our emotions and what in the struggles that we're dealing with. It just means that we give those things over to the Lord. We keep it real with God. Because we know that he is our source and our strength. And so I want you to be encouraged today to know that the Lord is with you and that the Lord wants to reignite some fires tonight, today. He wants us to surrender everything to him that we experience the peace that passeth all understanding. God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this opportunity to share your word with the listeners. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this episode. It doesn't even matter. God, I pray that you would touch each and every listener under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, God, I come against every burden, every weight that isn't from you. God, I come against worry. I come against doubt in the name of Jesus. You said in your word, perfect love casts out fear. Lord God, let us dwell in your presence. Give us your presence. Give us that peace, that pass of all understanding. Yeah, we don't know what tomorrow may hold, but we know that you are the God that shall supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And you promised us that you would never leave us nor forsake us. You are the high priest that can identify with our struggles for you are tempted as we are tempted yet without sin and so now we understand that we could come boldly before the throne of grace that we might obtain favor and mercy in the time of need Lord Jesus touch each listener let them sense your presence even now Let them feel your glory in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, everything that's foreign to your will in their lives, I rebuke the voice of the demonic realm. I rebuke demonic influences in your life. I come. I cancel the assignment of the enemy. Lord God, where where things haven't been clear for them. God, I pray that you open up the eyes of their understanding where once they used to have dreams and revelation and and, and revelation knowledge and and wisdom. God, I pray that, that those things begin to come back in this season. As they as they begin to silence the voice of fear.
as they begin to silence the voice of the enemy in their life, that you would begin to your voice will become so clear to them, God, in the name of Jesus. And God, we give you praise and all the glory and honor in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> to the Path of Revelation podcast. Listen, make sure you leave your prayer request. Go to the go to pathofrevelationnow.com. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I love you. God bless you until next time. You've been tuned in to the Path of Revelation podcast. And this is where the culture meets scripture. <laughs>